0: Welcome back to the Elemental Evan Show. Thank you all for tuning in once again on this beautiful Wellness Wednesday. You already know I release an episode every week on Wednesdays, and I do it specifically on Wellness Wednesdays because obviously this is a health podcast, but also because I just want everyone to take this time to check in with themselves and you know, really focus on your health and your wellness. So go ahead. And if you haven't already take a little moment to just check in with yourself and see how you're feeling, see how your week has been and see if there's any parts you want to improve on or any small wins you've had this week. And just remember to find the good things in life and remember your health is wealth. So take some time for it. And obviously, if you're listening to this episode, then you are doing just that. So thank you very much for doing that. Um, For any new listeners today, uh, my name is Evan Roberts. I'm a health coach, as well as a yoga, meditation and breathwork teacher. Uh, And then honestly, just I really, really enjoy everything health based. And I love, you know, just providing my brain with more and more knowledge on all things health-based and then putting that into a digestible form for you to consume and apply to your life. So thank you very much. If you are a new listener and if you're a returning listener, thank you very much for tuning in. Once again, if you guys haven't already, uh, please go on to Apple Podcasts and leave a review if you listen on that platform and uh, leave a, uh, you know, actually like put a rating and a review because I love reading everything that you guys have to say. Or feel free to reach out to me on Instagram uh, with any interest you might have in this show or topics you want me to cover. Uh, I just enjoy you know, creating the community and having some reach out from all of you. So feel free to do that at any time. And then just real quickly, before we jump into the episode, I do still have a couple spots open left uh, on my health coaching program. So for example, if you are dealing with poor sleep quality, or, you know, any kind of a health issue from, you know, maybe wanting to lose a few extra pounds, or maybe you're wanting to clean up your diet, or your stress levels are just out of control. Any of these things, anything health related, reach out to me, let's see what we can get going. I would love to work with you, especially being that you're a listener from the show. Uh, That means so much to me. And I know that you are already you know, committed to your health and willing to work on it. So if you have a few things you want to work on health-wise, please feel free to reach out to me. I'd love to work with you. And also keep your eyes peeled on Instagram. The seven-day health reset that I had mentioned in the last episode is going to be dropping very soon. And not only is it going to be dropping, but I will be giving away five free... Seven day resets. (laughs) So if you are a listener to this show or you follow me on Instagram, go ahead and send me a message either through email or on Instagram uh, saying seven day reset or anything like that and I will know what you're talking about and we can go ahead and get you set up and put into the raffle for the five free seven day reset programs. So, okay, yeah, go ahead and check that out. Um, I will have that posted in the show notes, and then let's go ahead and jump into today's episode. So, for today's episode, I'm covering a topic that is just extremely, extremely important, and that is just your sleep. So, sleep, if you don't already know this, is just a very, very incredibly important thing For your overall health and I'm talking from your physical health to your mental health and your stress health you know and your um, just everything everything health-related your sleep is going to be tied in with it so today's episode is going to cover three uh, topics and that is what is sleep why do we sleep and then how to get incredible sleep so some tips on how to really improve your sleep quality so okay starting off with what is sleep so this is obviously one of those questions where you know you could kind of answer it in a really basic way and it's like kind of obvious uh, you know we all sleep but it's also a very difficult to answer question and one that we're still kind of figuring out um definitely science has a pretty solid understanding of it which I'm going to cover but you know if you think about it like maybe like an extraterrestrial, like an alien, that doesn't need to sleep. They don't even, you know, biologically, they just don't sleep, and you were to explain to them what sleep is, you know, how would you really explain that? Like, um, you lie down and close your eyes for kind of like eight hours, and then you're just kind of unconscious? You know, it's <laughs> a really weird concept, right? Um, and not only is it weird, but it's also an extremely vulnerable moment. I mean, could you imagine if you went back in time to like, I don't know, like tribal times, right? When uh, animal attacks were a very very real possibility. It's kind of weird that you just have to be okay with the idea that you're gonna be vulnerable for like eight hours, right? Obviously, I'm sure people took, you know, Uh, certain times when they would maybe watch and make sure nothing was happening. But still, that's really weird. And that's why I really personally agree with the statement made by Sean Stevenson, uh, host of the Model Health Show, when he says that if sleep wasn't important, then we would have evolved out of it by now. Obviously, we haven't. So (laughs) sleep must be pretty damn important, right? And it turns out that science is finding out more and more evidence every day that supports the importance of sleep. So it really is just so critical and crucial to our health that yes, honestly, if it wasn't that important, we probably wouldn't be doing it anymore as a species, right? So anyways, now let's go ahead and dive into what exactly sleep is. So from a general standpoint, it can be defined as a moment in which the body goes through a rest and repair cycle and a period of, you know, like kind of physical inactivity, right? However, from a more scientific standpoint, and this is actually coming from the American Sleep Association, uh, word for word here. So nerve signaling chemicals. Oh, yeah. By the way, this is going to get a little bit um, wordy and medical tech like terms and stuff. So just kind of bear with me through and then I'll break it down. So, okay. Nerve signaling chemicals called neurotransmitters control whether we are asleep or uh, asleep or awake by acting on different groups of nerve cells or neurons in the brain. Neurons in the brainstem, which connects the brain to the spinal cord, produce neurotransmitters. Okay, those neurotransmitters are the nerve signaling chemicals, right? Such as serotonin and neuroepinephrine. That keeps some parts of the brain active while we are awake. Other neurons at the base of the brain begin signaling when we fall asleep. These neurons appear to switch off the signals that keep us awake. Research also suggests that a chemical called adenosine builds up in our blood while we are awake and causes drowsiness. This chemical gradually breaks down while we sleep. Okay, I understand that was very wordy. So let me go ahead and break it down in a way that you'll understand it better. So this basically means that the parts of your brain that are active and being stimulated by these different neurotransmitters. So remember, once again, the chemicals, uh, when you awake, or when you are awake, are no longer being stimulated. So it's kind of like part of your brain is not being activated or used, right? Like it's, kind of the chemicals that would trigger those or cause them to activate are no longer doing so. They're no longer being released, those neurotransmitters. However, different parts of your brain are being activated by those neurotransmitters while you sleep. So different neurotransmitters, or maybe the same ones, probably different, uh, are activating different parts of your brain while you sleep and causing different functions to happen. So it's kind of like the specific parts of your brain and the specific neurotransmitters that are used while you're awake are kind of just being turned off at that moment in time. Maybe not completely, but at least to an extent. Uh, now on that note, while you're sleeping, you do go through a series of different stages. Now I found on the American, um, sleep association website, they had five different stages. I've seen them broken down into four and three. Um, but we're just going to stick with the 5 here and starting out with the first stage which is light sleep. So, light sleep is that stage when, you know, you're kind of drowsy, you're going in and out of sleep, like you're you're kind of there but you're right on the verge of slipping into sleep, right? This is also that moment in time when you get those really <laughs> random muscle contractions called hy- hypnic myoclonia. <laughs> That's a little bit of an odd term here, but, uh, yeah, that's basically when, you know, you're starting to throw those random kicks and elbows and, and shaking and, and, uh, kind of like those, um, like you feel like you're falling, you know, and you kind of, uh, like jolt up real quickly. Uh, so that's all happening in light sleep. And yeah, once again, those are called hypnic myoclonia. Okay. So that's the first stage of sleep. That's when you, when you're just starting to enter into sleep. Then you have your second stage, which is when you start moving closer to deep sleep and your brain starts to produce different wavelengths. So that's your second stage, right? Now you're really starting to slip into it. Then you have your third and fourth stage, which a lot of the time are combined, but I'm just going to kind of break them down. So the third stage is when your brain starts to produce um, these really slow wavelengths called delta wavelengths. And your body... um, will start to produce these, but it's not fully in the Delta yet. And then going into stage four, that's where your brain is purely in Delta wavelengths. And it's in this stage that it's very difficult to wake someone up. And when you're in this state, your eyes aren't moving and neither are your muscles. So in this stage, like I said, very difficult to wake someone up. And if you do wake up in this stage of sleep, you will feel very disoriented, and it will probably take you a while to fully wake up. Now, I'm sure all of you have probably experienced that before. I know I have myself. You have those days where that alarm clock goes off, and you're just not having it at all. It's super, super hard to peel yourself out of the bed. You're groggy, you're drowsy. Like It takes a couple minutes to really fully come back into, and that's just because your alarm clock went off at a certain period of your sleep cycle in which it was not ideal for you to wake up. So actually there are these apps where you can um, set these alarms and you have to leave your phone on your bed, at least the one that I've used. So I don't really care for it too much because I don't like to have my phone on my bed when I'm sleeping, but it basically is tracking your sleep and realizing when you're in a light uh, sleep cycle or sleep stage or in a deep sleep stage. And if you're in a deep sleep stage, it will not go off. Your alarm won't go off, um, but rather it'll wait until you get into a lighter uh, stage of sleep before it goes off. Um, they're pretty accurate too. Like I think five to 10 minutes maximum is how over they go. So it's pretty cool. It's a really awesome idea if that's something you're wanting to look into more. But so anyways, that was stage three and four. So you're getting those you know, delta wavelengths. This is where a lot of the muscle recovery actually takes place as well so you're having a lot of um, amino acids being released and growth hormones which are helping to repair muscle fibers that might have been torn uh, during a workout or exercise so this is where you're really getting that body um, rebuilding and repairing right then you move on to the fifth stage now your fifth and last stage is the rem or rapid eye movement stage and in this stage you are Dreaming. So this is the stage in which you actually dream. Your eyes will move around kind of rapidly, obviously, rapid eye movement, right? And your muscles are actually temporarily paralyzed. So you're not actually paralyzed, but momentarily your muscles are. Uh, You breathe more rapidly and irregularly, and your heart rate increases, all in this REM stage of sleep. So this cycle of the five stages typically will last somewhere between 90 and 110 minutes. Uh, your body will go ahead and go through this cycle uh, a few times throughout the night. And yeah, basically each cycle has its own specific uh, properties to it that in, in which it benefits your body. And kind of ideally, uh, if you can get two hours of deep and two hours of REM sleep, that's really ideal right there. And I'll kind of talk about it a little bit more later, but I was tracking my sleep for a while with an aura ring. And the only reason I stopped actually was because of the battery life on it really kind of went to crap. But aside from that, it was a really great tracker. And what would happen is if I saw my results from the following night of sleep, uh, and I saw that I had, you know, about two hours of REM and two hours of deep, you didn't even have to tell me. I could kind of tell, like, oh, I slept really, really good last night. And then I would look at that and see that I had those results. And yeah, you could just feel it was like one of those really restful nights. So shooting for two hours of REM and two hours of deep is a really good goal to shoot for. Um, and then the rest of the time would obviously be in your light sleep cycle. Okay, so that is kind of explaining what sleep is. Now let's kind of get into more of the good stuff, which is like, Why do we sleep? So an easy way to think about sleep is to simply think about it as like recharging your body. So just as you would, you know, plug your phone in at night to recharge it for the following day or, you know, the next day, uh, you also need to charge your body. And when you sleep, that's kind of what you're doing. You're not only recharging, but you're also cleaning house. So When you sleep, your body gets a chance to do all those, you know, cleaning chores that it wasn't able to do while you're awake, because obviously your body is too busy focusing on the tasks that you're doing while you're awake. So think about like, um, you know, when you sleep, for example, your body no longer needs to worry about things like digesting new foods that you're eating or uh, worrying about understanding a math problem on you know, an exam or figuring out a problem at work, you know, etc, etc, like all the things you would do while you're awake. Instead, it has the time to really focus on rest and repair. So if you think about like all the wear and tear that you're putting on your body throughout the day, well, sleep is the moment in time where your body's able to go through and kind of do all the maintenance work and make sure that your body is ready to go the next following day. So without sleep, Honestly, we would be super, super dysfunctional um, health-wise and and mentally. Uh, We'd probably, not probably, we would be hallucinating if we were not sleeping. And we also wouldn't live very long. There's quite a few studies that show uh, tests in mice or rats where they deprive them of REM and uh, just sleep all together and it's really bad. Their lifespans are shortened from anywhere from, like a typical life would be, you know, three years or something like that. And it's shortened down to like five weeks or three weeks. It's really, really bad. So yeah, sleep's super important. <laughs> and then also, uh, while you sleep, your body does many things, but two of the big ones that I really want to focus on are how it cleans your brain and then also how it rebuilds your muscles. So, when it comes to your brain, you naturally will accumulate, and not even just your brain, but your whole body, uh, you'll naturally accumulate toxins and byproducts that just kind of occur throughout the day. And one of those toxins is a toxic protein called beta amyloid, which uh, can actually collect in your brain tissue. So... When we look at, for example, Alzheimer's patients, they tend to have, you know, large levels of beta amyloid buildup in their brain tissue, and this is obviously not a good thing, but kind of to break this down, uh, when you sleep, you have what's called your glymphatic system, so not trying to get too technical here, but your glymphatic system moves this liquid around. And this liquid is called your cerebrospinal fluid. So it's basically the fluid that is, you know, surrounding your brain. And when you sleep, your body uses the glymphatic system to drain toxins, such as the beta amyloid plaque from your brain tissue. So essentially, when you sleep, you are cleansing toxins out of your brain that could contribute to things like alzheimer's so pretty important stuff um in fact there was actually a study funded by the nih or the national institute for health in 2013 and it showed that when mice were injected with a dye into their cerebrospinal fluid researchers were able to then track the movement of the cerebrospinal fluid in the um you know, in the brain and in the body, obviously, by observing the dye that they had injected. And what they found was that the fluid hardly moved at all when the mice were awake. But when they were asleep, unconscious or given anesthesia, the cerebrospinal fluid, quote unquote, flowed rapidly. So basically, what they're finding is when you go to bed, Your body is able to use this lymphatic system to cleanse the brain and go in there and kind of like wash the brain almost like it's sending, you know, new cerebrospinal fluid up there and it's taking all the old cerebrospinal fluid out and like filtering out all those toxins and basically cleaning that fluid. So super, super important and obviously can help with any kind of, you know, mental disease or illness or even just improving overall brain function. So that's what it does with the brain. Now, going into more like the body portion of this, uh, actually, no, sorry, I wanted to hit on one more topic. In fact, when you sleep, you are keeping your body from developing serious diseases. So as I was saying, like the Alzheimer's, but you have Alzheimer's, diabetes, cardiovascular disease, and cancer, and those are just to name a few. So absolutely, 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 sleep is super, super important for keeping your body from developing those serious diseases or illnesses. Uh, Now moving into the body though, obviously sleep does all that amazing stuff I just mentioned but it also does more. It also repairs your muscles. So one really cool point that I'd like to make when people are saying that, you know, they feel like they don't need a lot of sleep or, you know, they can sleep when they're dead, you know, that saying, and, oh, I don't really need that much sleep. Well, this is how I put it, especially for people who love to work out. All that hard work that you're putting in at the gym means nothing until you sleep. So you see, when you work out, Um, and let's just say you're like lifting weights, right. For this, for the matter of this podcast and this, uh, this episode, um, you're creating these small, like little tears in your muscle tissue. Uh, and basically when you leave the gym, you're kind of leaving it in worse shape, uh, than you were when you first actually entered the gym, because you're going in there and you're causing all these little micro tears all over your muscles, which is truly leaving you kind of in worse shape. Right. Right. And it's not actually until you go to bed that night and sleep that your muscles are able to repair all of those small tears and build back stronger. So when you're sleeping, and specifically, like I mentioned earlier, in deep sleep, your body releases things such as growth hormones and amino acids, which are just basically proteins, which repair your muscles and help them grow bigger and stronger. So... There are obviously many, many more things that sleep is important for, but honestly, we just don't have the time to delve into them and cover them all in this show. But I hope that kind of gives you an idea of just how important it is. Not only is it important for the functioning and repairing of your muscles, but it's also super, super important for your brain health. Um, And then as well, like I said, there's so many other things that it's good for. It's good for your heart health. It's good for um, stress levels, just so, so many things. Uh, so truly just (laughs) improving your sleep is going to help you on just such a big level in your health. Now let's go ahead and dive into a few tips on how to get incredible sleep. So first off, I wanted to mention that getting seven to eight hours of sleep is definitely a good thing to shoot for. Okay. This number can definitely vary depending on the person. I've heard that it can go down as low as six or even a little bit lower, uh, 5.5 hours up to 10 hours of sleep. But in general, it seems like the sweet spot is somewhere around seven to eight hours uh, for the average person. Now, if you're having extremely efficient sleep, like I said, getting those two hours of REM, two hours of deep, and then, you know, let's just say even two hours of light sleep you know that's only six hours total but if you were able to do that every single night you probably would be fine with just six hours of sleep but for the purposes of this show if you're not tracking your sleep just go ahead and shoot for that seven to eight hours specifically shooting to sleep um around 10 o'clock as opposed to past 10 o'clock because when you go to bed at 10 o'clock the quality of your sleep is much higher than if you were to go to bed Uh, somewhere around 12 o'clock, let's say, or maybe one o'clock. So definitely trying to get that seven to eight hours and then making sure that you are sleeping at a good hour. So shooting for, you know, about 10 o'clock. Now, number two, set a bedtime timer. So what I typically do is about one to two hours before my bedtime, I'll set a timer, just like an alarm clock, right? And that just kind of lets me know that, hey, You know, you're getting close to bedtime, you should probably start winding down. If you have, you know, if you're still eating food right now, you definitely should stop and, you know, just start maybe turning off some devices and start winding down, start relaxing and getting into a relaxed state so that you could slip more easily into sleep. Okay, number three, stop eating two to four hours before bedtime. This one is crucial. So even though you can eat a massive meal and then knock out right after, you are not technically getting very good sleep. You are just unconscious. But that doesn't mean you're actually dipping into deep and REM sleep. And one of the main reasons for that is, is that when you eat food, you spike one of your hormones called cortisol. And cortisol is basically the anti-sleep hormone, okay? Your sleep hormone is known as melatonin. But when you release cortisol... That's like telling your body that, okay, we need to be active to digest this food and it's not time to go to bed. So eating too close to bedtime is a very, very bad idea. And you definitely want to shoot for, you know, two to ideally four hours if you're able to before going to bed without any food. Tea, that is okay. Obviously if you are not adding any sugar or milk to it. um, And then obviously not caffeinated. And then water, of course. Okay, number four, limit blue light exposure. So yes, I know, it kind of sucks. This means turning off the TV, the computer, the phone, all of that for at least an hour before bedtime, if you're able to. The reason you should do this is because blue light tricks the mind into thinking that it's daytime and therefore not time to sleep. Now, you can use candles if you care to go that route, which is actually really nice. It sets a nice mood for the evening, um, but and that is because the candlelight or firelight does not have the same properties as the blue light, so it doesn't trick your mind into thinking it's daytime. Also, um, I've heard that since we evolved with probably having campfires late into the evening, uh, we just naturally do not get that same kind of you know trigger from the blue light as we would from the firelight. So definitely trying to limit the blue light exposure. There are certain glasses and screen protectors that you can use that filter blue light. Um, those are a good idea, as well as dimming the light on your TV or computer along with these screens. That can definitely help. And if you're if you already know that you're not going to be turning off the phone or TV or computer before bedtime, then absolutely, absolutely go ahead and get some screen protectors or glasses uh, for your devices. Okay. Or obviously glasses for your face. Uh, Okay. And then going into number five, get natural sunlight exposure on your skin throughout the day. So this is going to help set your circadian rhythm, which is like your internal clock. And When you have your internal clock on the correct schedule with obviously the sun, right? Uh, It helps you to naturally feel more tired in the evening time and will make it much easier to fall into sleep when uh, it's time to actually go to bed. So getting outside and getting some natural sunlight on not only your skin, but also um, just from being outside the ambient light getting in your eyes really helps to set that circadian rhythm. Now, number six, try to sleep in a cool environment. So if you're able to keep your room cool when you sleep, that's going to help your body feel much more comfortable and also going to help it uh, slip into sleep better. I'm not exactly sure why it is that your body really enjoys having that cool weather, but something about the cool temperature really does help the body uh, fall asleep and stay asleep. So trying to keep your room a little bit cooler is definitely something uh, you could try. And then number seven, track your sleep so if you really want to find a good track uh sleep tracker and you know get a better idea of how you're sleeping i would definitely recommend the aura ring uh, as i had mentioned earlier it was a great sleep tracker i really did enjoy being able to you know see all the stats and also they're just one of the best in in my opinion uh for tracking your sleep gives you a really good idea of you know how much uh, you know light sleep or deep sleep or REM sleep that you're getting. They can even tell you if you're starting to get sick it's really interesting your um, body temperature will be elevated while you're sleeping and they can tell hey, you're coming down with something. So really interesting tool to use and it can also help you improve your sleep. So for example, if you're getting poor sleep quality and you can see it through your aura ring, then you can start switching some things up. You know, try eating uh, earlier in the day and not so close at night or, you know, turning off all the blue lights, things like that, and see how it kind of alters or affects your sleep. So all of those are really, really great tools to use for getting good sleep. And then there's one more uh, piece of advice that I would throw in there for getting some good sleep. And that is finding a natural and good sleep supplement to help relax the body and naturally ease it into sleep so for myself personally I use a um, a supplement by Organifi and it's their gold blend so they make these really really delicious uh, drinks and they're in a powder form you just scoop it throw it in a cup and with the gold specifically uh, you drink that warm And the reason you drink it warm is probably just for the comforting feeling of it, but uh, it's just a delicious, delicious drink that really helps the body calm down and get ready for sleep. The gold mixed drink has things like reishi mushroom, which if you have not listened to that episode already, go back and listen to it. I dive into what reishi is all about, but essentially reishi is very calming on the nervous system and can help you get into a good sleep. Um, I always tend to take Rishi at nighttime just because of the sleep benefits that it has. And then also you have magnesium in the gold blend, which is super good for getting to bed. It's also one of the minerals that we are, you know, very highly deficient in, in the United States and probably just as a world population. Uh, and then you also have, uh, the turmeric, which is very, Uh, anti-inflammatory and just super good on the body and like I said it just helps you kind of feel cozy and good with a nice drink a nice warm drink at night and can help you kind of slip into sleep so once again I try not to take this too close to bedtime um, but you know somewhere around like an hour or two before bedtime I'll typically drink one of these and they're just super tasty and help you get a good sleep, honestly. They've definitely helped me, whether it's just the effect of it being cozy or them actually doing something, uh, it has definitely helped me relax and get to bed better. So if you are interested in picking up your own gold uh, bottle, then go ahead and click the link in the show notes. Okay, I'll have it posted down there. And just for being a listener to the show, you are going to get 20% off of your order. I have a code there, Elemental Evan. Shoot that in there and you will be good. Okay, so those are the tips for getting some incredible sleep. Uh, Obviously, you can experiment and try which ones work best for you or which ones don't work for you at all and uh, just kind of see what works for you. I know sleep is a really serious issue for people in today's world. You know, I mean, we're so stimulated with all these different screens and the lights in the evening time and you know, not getting outside and getting enough sun on our skin and, and just basically living in a way that's very different than you know our ancestors of one to two to three to 400 years ago were living. So trying to get back to that and connecting with nature a little bit um, can definitely help us to get better sleep. And obviously getting better sleep is going to improve your overall health, <laughs> so definitely try your best to uh, really improve it and impl- um, you know put some of these tips to use. So uh, I hope you guys really enjoyed today's episode. I hope you found a lot of benefit in today's episode because once again, that's what this is all about. I already told you I love just doing research and just informing myself on all of the new studies coming out on everything related to health. And my goal is to just provide that for free to all of you uh, to help better your lives, because that's what it's all about. Uh, I just want to create some good change and, you know, help the health of the world, really. Um, and yeah, if that's if that's what, you know, this show does, then, then I've, you know, made my goal accomplished. So thank you all very much once again for tuning in. I truly, truly appreciate your listenership. Uh, go ahead and you know leave a review, leave a rating. Connect with me on Instagram. That's where I'm most active. Um, I do have a Facebook page and you know TikTok and stuff as well. And yeah, feel free to go follow on there as well. But I'm definitely most active on Instagram. Go ahead and connect with me on there. And if you are interested in some health coaching, remember, I only have a couple spots left open. So if you are interested in that, go ahead and reach out to me. Direct message or email. I'll drop my email in the show notes. That's uh, elemental.evanh.w at gmail.com. And yeah, connect with me. Let's uh, let's talk and tell me what if, if you like the show or what you want to hear on here. Okay. Already, you guys already know the uh, the little motto here. But go ahead and do everything with good intentions and connect to your elements. All right, you guys. I will see you. Next Wednesday on the Elemental Evan Show, I'll be bringing you guys some good stuff, so make sure you're staying tuned. Alrighty, peace. This podcast is for educational purposes only. It is not a substitute for professional care by a doctor or other qualified medical professional. Evan Roberts is not a medical professional, and this podcast is provided on the understanding that it does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. Statements and views expressed on this show are not medical advice. This podcast, including Evan Roberts and any guests on the show, disclaims responsibility for any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained in this episode. If you think you have a medical problem, please consult a medical professional.